Blog Talk Radio. Sisters in Spirit is a nurturing environment for women that inspires harmony in everyday living, shares resources that empower, offers information and support that nourishes the soul, balances our mental and physical well-being, and promotes inner peace and heightened spirituality. Our vision is a world in which women live consciously, harmoniously, and spiritually to impact in a positive manner our lives and the lives of those with whom we come in contact. Join us, sisters, as we live life with style, grace, and, of course, much joy. Welcome to Sisters in Spirit on Saturday, October 24, 2009. I'm Sky, your host for the evening, and our co-host, Raisa, is on travel, but she sends her love and light to everyone. This evening, we're going to be talking about the green scene and how we can live a more earth-friendly lifestyle. In essence, we're going to talk about how to become more eco-friendly, more um, conservative in terms of using our resources, and I'd like for our callers to come call in and share some of their personal tips if they are, if they are actively trying to be an eco-friendly person here on our planet Earth. Okay, so let's get started with our conversation, and this is how our flow will happen this evening. We will um, talk about our topic. We'll go to our blog and review our topic. I'll invite all of our callers to dial in on 347-838-9886. The dial-in number again is 347-838-9886. And callers, when we get to the call-in line, we'll acknowledge you by saying the last four digits of your phone number. So when we say the last four digits of your phone number, you will be on the line. So let's get our discussion started this evening by going to our blog and reviewing, you know, just some conversation that we started there. You know, as our consciousness evolves, so does the realization that we must protect the resources of the environment in which we live, Mother Earth, Planet Earth, as it's called. As a result, more people are interested in being green. Now, exactly what does being green mean, you ask? You know, some people really don't understand it because it's a kind of new term. Uh, previously, previously, it was known as um, being um, conservative, uh, conservation. It's also termed eco-friendly. But one of the um, best answers that I found was actually on Yahoo.com that states, Green is a generic term used to label any product or action that's meant to help the environment. And that just sums it up in a really simple manner. Many people are confused and feel that helping the environment will be a difficult and expensive task. But in actuality, there are very simple steps that we can take to be green without expending a lot of money or time. And this is for those of us who, you know, are very busy. We have uh, very compact time frames, very, very strict schedules, and feel that we don't have the time to go out in the backyard and start a compost. Or we can't set up a system to uh, collect rainwater and reuse it. So these, we're going to talk today about some really simple steps that we can take to really get started along the path of being green and living a green lifestyle. What I'd like to know is, you know, what is your definition of being green? 
you know, and are you actively um, doing anything? You know, what what are you doing? Can you offer some tips to some of us that have not really started? So I'm going to open up the phone lines and um, invite some of our callers in to talk about, you know, just exactly what is your definition of being green and what steps do you take to conserve and help our environment? So I'm opening up the line, and then a little little later down the line, we'll share some simple tips if uh, we don't happen to cover them during our conversations. Now, we have a caller here, and we're going to bring you on to the line. Again, our topic is how can we live a more earth-friendly lifestyle? And the question that's posed is, what are you doing to be green? What is your definition? What do you feel about being green, being eco-friendly? Our dial-in number is 347-838-9886, and we're going to open the line to caller 6013. Caller 6013, you're on the line. Please identify yourself. Caller 6013. Okay, um, we're getting some static there, so we'll come back to caller 6313. Okay, we have another caller, 4655. Caller 4655. Hello. Hi, caller 4655. Yes. Hi, you're on the air. Can you identify yourself, please? Naomi. Hi, Naomi. How are you? Fine, how are you? Oh, great. I'm glad you joined us this this evening. We're talking about how to live a more earth-friendly lifestyle, eco-friendly lifestyle. So are, are you actually practicing being green at this time? And if so, can you share some tips with us? Well, I am. Um, I have. Um, I can say that. Um, and I, what I wanted to talk to the audience about is um, being green um, by practicing green resolution and that's a process where people use alternative dispute resolution processes to help resolve their everyday conflict. And because we're all human and con- because conflict is a part of everyday life, um, people should understand that by using alternative dispute resolution processes that it not only uh, impacts and helps their personal environment, but it also helps our global environment also. Okay, and can you explain to some of us what alternative dispute resolution actually is? Yes, alternative dispute resolution um, is uh, processes are uh, processes such as mediation, phone conciliation, uh, arbitration, things of that nature. People who are usually involved in conflict and want to try and resolve it usually think of filing a court procedure or hiring an attorney. And alternative dispute resolution is the alternative to filing in court um, and, you know, uh, paying filing fees, waiting for court days. Um, They can, instead of doing that, they can participate in mediation, phone conciliation, and arbitration processes, which may save them time, money, stress, and energy. Um, These processes are usually found at your local courthouse um, they're usually free. Um, they're usually uh, an accelerated process. It doesn't take as long uh, as it would take to uh, file in court. And so, therefore, it can save your personal environment. Uh, it can save you time, money, energy, and stress in your personal environment. And by not having to come down to the court, uh, drive to the court, um, 
or take time off from work, um, it also can help uh, reduce the usage of gas. And because these um, settlements through these processes are usually verbal or, you know, uh, one sheet sheet of paper, it can also help save uh, paper and possibly help save trees as well as reduce the carbon monoxide emissions in the air. And so people don't think of it that way, and so I just wanted to put that out uh, as another tip uh, about going green because, you know, we're all consumers. Um, we all have, um, you know, disputes or, or conflict at one time or another, and so I want people to start thinking about going green and using these processes to help them with their personal environment and at the same time help to contribute to saving our global environment. Whoa, thank you very much, <laughs> Naomi. That was a very interesting um, uh, take and very uh, valuable information because uh, we don't look at it that way. Whenever we uh-huh. happen to get in a conflict that has escalated to that point, mm-hmm. generally we, that's the first thing we want to do is run down and file a lawsuit, you know. So exactly. that is another avenue, and as you stated, it will help conserve uh, energy in the form of gas, uh, help cut down on emissions, mm-hmm. and uh, paperwork as well. So uh, thank you very much for that tip. So hang around, and, you know, we're going to add um, to that list. But thank you for bringing that to our attention, especially from a, a workforce point of view, a workspace point of view as well, as a personal point of view. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Okay, so um, thank you, and hold on. We're going to go to the next caller. Caller um, 5386, we're bringing you into the air, and uh, we'd like for you to share with us um, some tips um, that you have in terms of being eco-friendly or being green or if you have a question to ask us. Caller 5386, you're now on the air. Okay, good evening. My name is Nisa, and I'm calling from uh, Macon, Georgia. And uh, thank you very much, Naomi. That was very, very informative information. That's a very good way to... to, uh, to look at saving. But um, I wanted to say, I teach school, and last year I teach middle school here, and towards the end of the uh, school year last year, I did a recycling project. I want to say, too, that I think recycling should definitely be taught in the school system. But I wanted to share with you all, I did a recycling project. What I did is I broke my classes up into maybe five groups. And I had each group, I gave each group maybe three things to actually do a project on. I might have given one group aluminum, uh, paper, um, but each group had about three items. The next, what we did is after a couple of days, after we studied the items, I had them do a whole report on it. They had to just give me, you know, A to Z on the items. Then on the last day of the week, which was a Friday, I had, we played a game. And what I did is when I called on to the group, they had the name recycling items. And whoever named the most items, that's the group that won. And I brought in cookies and cakes. And they loved it. They learned a lot about recycling. And I remember the funniest thing is we were um, as we were playing the game, one student said, because it was getting tight, we were like, like maybe one team had 49, one team had 50. And so one little boy said, hair. And I had not thought of hair being recycled. And I said, oh, that's a point because you actually recycle hair. And it was like 50-50. And then one, on the next team, one student said, blood. And I said, 
you know, this is it was really good that the students yeah. start thinking about things mm-hmm. that we actually recycle that we don't think about recycling. Yeah, and it was just very, very informative. But I really think it's something that we should start teaching in schools so that to preserve the, you know, the future for our, our kids and our grandkids. Thank you, Nisa. That was a very, um, actually, that was a very uh, great uh, opportunity that you gave to the children to try to educate them on what being eco-friendly is. And it sounds like it turned out to be a great success. It is. And it's very, very much so. As you said, you know, you jump-started their thinking, and they're going to take that beyond the classroom. So that was um, great, and we're glad to hear that um, it turned out to be such a great success, and we hope other listeners will pick that up and, and do that with their classrooms, if they're in the classroom or with their children. It can even be a community event as well. So uh, thank you for doing that and sharing that with us. Uh, so we'd like to invite you all to um, hang around for a while. What we're going to do now is um, I'm going to share a couple of tips just for those people that might be on the verge, uh, you know, sitting in the back of their mind, but they don't really know how to get started. So we're going to start with some really simple tips so that um, we can encourage everybody to get on board and really start living a more green lifestyle. Uh, The first thing to do is something that we handle every day, I would say. It's not every day, many days throughout the week, and that's to start with reusing bags or reusable bags. Now, what we're um, facing now in many of our environments is plastic bags polluting our rivers and our streams. Uh, Not only is it polluting, but it's killing animals. You know, animals are getting caught up in these plastic bags and and dying. So one of the things that um, is an easy step for us to take is to start using reusable bags. And if you think about it, most of your grocery stores now are um, selling these, these like fabric bags, and most of them are recycled from plastics and other materials. So if you buy these bags and take them to the store with you when you're shopping and use them over and over, then we're going to stop using as many plastic bags and as many paper bags as we are. The consumption is going to decrease. I live in Washington, D.C., and what's happening here is that they recently passed a law that stated in January you are going to be charged five cents for every plastic bag, retail plastic bag that you use. So that's going to kind of help people, you know, start thinking about that because that's kind of a lot. If you do groceries on shopping on a regular basis and you're paying five cents per bag, so um, that's one of the easy steps that we can take. One, to start using the paper and reusing the paper and the plastic bags that we already have, and two, to start purchasing reusable bags. I mean, it might be a thing where you want to make your own, um, you know, decorator reusable bags and take them with you. But that's one simple step that we can take. And these reusable bags are very inexpensive, and they are well-made, so they will last for a long time. Another um, um, eco-friendly tip just to get us started would be to drink from the tap. I mean, we know that we go out and we buy cases of bottled water or either gallons of bottled water, and we can start, you know, you might want to make an investment depending on your area and the quality of your water. You might want to make an investment in a water filter and put that on your tap and start drinking more tap water. I know people in upstate New York who boil their water. They don't buy bottled water, but they boil their water before they use it. So that's another way, another simple way that we can get started is by drinking from the tap instead of purchasing these plastic bottles. 
Another simple tip that we can use to get started is to um, replace those incandescent light bulbs in our homes. We know, you know, those little round light bulbs, and um, replace them with compact fluorescent lamp. They call CFL, and you would save energy, save more energy using those CFL bulbs than we do using those. Um, they, they call them incandescent light bulbs. Those are the old light bulbs that a lot of us are still using, and they use um, the excuse me, I'm getting it mixed up now. The CFL lights. They use up to 60% less energy and last about seven times longer than a traditional bulb. And on a personal level, I'll say that I started transitioning to the uh, CFL bulbs. They do last longer because I found myself getting into a situation where the incandescent light bulbs were burning out like within um, four weeks or six weeks or something like that. They just did not last long. And actually that encouraged me to look into the other bulbs because I kept hearing, you know, these eco-friendly terms and people talking about these bulbs. So I said, let me look into it. So I switched over to those bulbs, and they do make an impact. Um, caller 5386, did you have a comment regarding our light bulbs? I see your hand up. We're talking about um, uh, the, the bulbs and changing the bulbs. Did you have a comment in reference to that? Okay, our caller must be off the line. Let's see. We'll try her again. Caller five eight, excuse me, five three eight six. Okay. Well, we'll continue on. Another way that we can save um, energy, another simple tip that we can have is to go beyond glass, plastic, and paper, and look for increasingly available recycling programs for items ranging from electronics to old shoes. Now, most cities at this particular time, they do offer um, recycling programs. A lot of cities have city dumps, and they are offering free recycling programs. So call your or go to your city website and visit it and um, see when they have the recycling programs. And this ranges from paper to um, liquids, more dangerous liquids that you should just not toss into the trash, into the garbage, to electronics, old computers. There are many ways that we can recycle in our everyday living. Okay, I'm going to open up the line. For callers wanting to call in, the dial-in number is 347-838-9886. 347-838-9886. And if anyone has a comment or um, would like to ask a question, feel free to feel free to chime in here. We're just talking about uh, living a more earth-friendly lifestyle today. So we're inviting everyone to come in and share their tips or ask questions or make comments. Okay, now once you've mastered some of the basic tips on recycling, uh, being more eco-friendly, you can, um, and, and maybe some of our listeners are already doing some of the suggestions that we gave earlier we can take a step further and kind of know your food. Food can travel thousands of miles before reaching the table 
or it may have been purchased in a way that puts a heavy burden on the environment. And one of the things we can do is to shop locally. There are many local growers in our areas, and if we go to those growers and try to buy from them, we, one, will be buying most often uh, organic products, and two, you'll be buying in your area. And so by buying local, that will cut down on energy, travel time. It will also um, ensure that you generally have a healthier product that you're consuming. So one of the other um, tips that we can use once we've mastered some of our basic tips is to buy local, to look at your food. You know, buy from local growers, local grocers, and um, cut down on travel expenses, on energy waste that um, is entailed in shipping food from around the country as well as around the world because our food resources now are kind of global. So um, that's another way that we can look at looking in our area for food sources, for local foods and local growers. Sky. Oh, yes. Is it Naomi? Mm -hmm. Yes. Hi, I had a question. Uh, Do you know if uh, the uh, food chains, the the big uh, supermarkets, carry uh, local groceries? Well, I can speak to our area, and some of these chains are in different places across the country. Mm -hmm. Um, They do. They generally have a section, and it typically appears during peak summer hours, Mm -hmm. not hours, but peak summer period, Mm -hmm. where they have local growers. They have a little section that says from our local farmers, Mm -hmm. and um, they do have local products there. And I found that generally those products are a little less expensive than the products that they ship in from probably um, other countries or from around the nation um, because I have, you know, taken note of it. And typically when I see them, the veggies look much better mm-hmm. and um, they're less expensive. So I will um, purchase those when I see them. But I have noticed that they do appear um, in peak periods during uh, the summer, peak growing periods. Okay. And um, I think it's a wonderful idea that, one, they're giving the business to the local growers, mm-hmm. and, two, they are, you know, making these vegetables available to um, their customers. So, um, yes, there are um, local grocery stores that offer that, and they typically are in their own stand. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another way to get these products is to go to farmer's markets. Um, You can go on the websites um, now, and you will see um, in most cities and states they have a listing of farmer's market. As we all know, um, our First Lady Michelle Obama, she planted a garden um, somewhere on the White House property. Recently, they um, opened up a farmer's market on one of the streets that are very close to um, the White House. So here in the Washington metropolitan area, Washington, um, Virginia, and Maryland, farmer's markets are are really big here, and there are a number of them that happen on different days of the week. So that's another way that you can get um, tap into purchasing your local uh, produce and products is through uh, farmer's markets. And all you have to do is Google it, and um, generally the list will show up. I had a comment. Yes, hey, Nisa. Can I, hey, can I be heard? Yes. I, wanted to, I was watching, I think it was actually 60 Minutes or, you know, one of the night uh, news shows, and they were, t- were talking about um, recycling uh, coal waste. 
And one of the things they were saying is that this is something that's being done now, and you had people that were protesting it, saying that, you know, it's not safe. And one of the ways that they uh, recycle it is they actually, and this is just to change the um, the, um, tone on this, they actually use it in, uh, like, uh, rugs, uh, materials. And one of the the reporter, what they had found out was that the uh, FDA uh, do not do a real good job on testing products that might actually come in our households, things that might actually uh, cause respiratory problems in kids or things that might actually get into the water. So I think that we should be vigilant also on keeping up with, you know, harmful things that might be recycled in the name of these companies just trying to uh, get rid of waste product products easily and not being responsible and keeping people safe. So I just think as citizens, that's something that we should, you know, stay vigilant about, and if it's something that we want to question, you know, just write to our local um, officials to make them be responsible, that these companies are not in the name of saving money, just Mm -hmm. recycling things any old kind of way um, in the name of we're recycling. Well, that's very true. That's a very excellent point and that as consumers, we do have to do our due diligence and investigate. You know, when we see new things on the market, uh, when we're looking at products that we're not really sure about, uh, one, to read labels, you know, see what things are made of. And if you don't know what it is, then do the research, because typically you can get on the Internet and find out what anything is. And if you can't, feel free to call the company. That's one of the things that I've incorporated into my lifestyle is whenever I have a question or or, or some idea or concern about a product, I will look at the label and I will call the company. And typically they're very, very quick about responding to you. So, you know, that we do have that, um, that is our obligation to ourselves and our families to make sure that we are investigating, you know, in the name of being eco-friendly, investigate what these products are and what they're made out of. Uh, There was a a situation with the plastic drinking bottles where some of those bottles were recycled Mm -hmm. and some of them contained a a product. Some of them contained a a harmful product. Okay, we're getting some feedback. Can someone, I think someone might need to back up against the phone, okay? Okay, I think it cleared up. Thank you. So, you know, we, the, the point is well taken and we should all heed it that we need to do we need to investigate. We need to find out where our products come from as well and find out the growing habits of those particular companies. So again, uh, let's just recap a couple of the things that we talked about. We started off the program with Naomi um, uh, sharing with us that dispute resolution, alternative dispute resolution is another way that we could look at incorporating a green lifestyle or, or being green because when you use alternative dispute resolution, you're consuming less energy, less paper, you're saving time, and you're saving stress for yourself because you move into a mediation situation where you are not necessarily going to the court filing papers. Um, Nisa brought up that um, we should involve our children. She brought up a, a school program that she did involving recycling. So get your children involved whether it's through school, community activities, or your children in your home. Get them involved in it. Let them understand that we do need to take care of the planet that we live on. And some of the other simple tips that will help us get started with our um, living a green lifestyle is to 
use reusable bags when we're shopping or to reuse the bags we have and once they're depleted to to start using and investing in bags that we can use over and over again instead of continuing to use plastic and paper bags. Drink from the tap. Drink tap water instead of buying bottled water by the case and by the gallons. If necessary, invest into uh, invest in a, a water purifier system for your tap. Um, change your lights. Move away from these incandescent light bulbs and start using the CFL light bulbs. You'll conserve energy. You'll save money. And the but light bulbs will last up to seven times longer. And pull the plug. This is a, a very important one. When we're not using certain electric, we will um, we should unplug them, you know, because they continue to consume energy when they're when they're plugged into the wall. So electronics that we don't have to have plugged up, unplug them and recycle, as Nisa said. Make sure you recycle as many products as you can, and investigate the recycled products that you purchase. With that, we're going to say thank you for calling and dialing in and listening to Christian Spirit. And we invite you to visit our blog at www.blogger.com backslash in spirit. This is Sky and saying good evening from Sky and Raisa Traveling. We are your sister spirit, love and life.